0: Hey Dave. Hey Chan. Guess what? What? Check out my
1: cardigan.
0: No way! That thing is famous, isn't it? So
1: cool. I wore it everywhere. I even had a tie on. That was amazing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a cardigan boy. My Star Trek headset. That's nice. What is that? Like a, what is it called? A Klingon? I wasn't a very, I wasn't a big Klingon captain. Yeah, a Klingon cap, cap Klingon.
0: (laughs) All right, I gotta go for. I gotta do for real.
1: So real on it now. Everybody, welcome to episode six of Q and A Fridays.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounded amazing,
1: didn't it? I, I don't have my mic today, but I was using this thing, and I was watching people walk down the street when we were in Chicago, and what they were doing, and how they were actually using their phones and everything. And I noticed almost every single person exclusively either had a headset or the Apple AirPods. Yes, Not, I didn't see anybody with their phone on their ear. But one thing I did notice is everybody would be talking and they think like, this is going to change things. So from here, they, they hold it. It's
0: like they have to be holding on to something. Well, can I tell you something? Because And this is the God's honest truth, right? For most people, it doesn't change anything. But for you, with your headset, the closer health, the better the, the volume. The better it is, right? I think it's weird. I think I think you just you know because you have a voice of an angel I think you're in a certain tone yeah. I go from normal tone to
1: more like, angel this is Chandler Walker with your radio episode for right? tonight and I hope you guys are all having a great evening I don't know if it's tonight or tomorrow right now
0: I know you must be tired I was <laughs> yesterday I was toast. yeah
1: if you guys don't know we've been in Chicago yeah. all week and uh I took the red eye from Chicago to San Francisco last night, got in at about one, two in the morning, and then we're still here. So we're gonna be here till probably Wednesday next week. Which is good. Yeah, we're gonna we do fun. a speech for in, some Infusion Soft partners, which will be exciting. Always look forward yep.
0: to that. We just got back from Chicago, which is our Sprout yep, Social. We had partner. a good time
1: down there. We did the little show on Sprout. They're incredible. We're still going back and forth with them. And it allowed us to produce some really cool things. <clears throat> there it is. So now so we've well, we got a couple of really good questions that we we're going to answer. And I think people are going to get a lot of value out of this episode. Like they always do. We're getting more and more questions each week. And I'm also listening to what people are saying. So I know what they're asking without even having to ask what people are asking. Hashtag listener.
0: Cool. Hashtag listening. So, Let's just address that real quick, so uh with listening, so out of the cave media has the capabilities of listening to the social media realm, so if you're out there, we actually can do uh some cool stuff so we can we can listen to uh whether or not your clients or potential clients or community at large anytime they mention your name uh, or any any words we want to uh, track, we actually get notified and we have uh, uh can track and then um uh, we can also do competitor listening. We can take everybody in your area and we can see what people are talking about, about that business and I run numbers on, you know, all their social media to see how well they're doing, uh, what they're doing, what's working, what's not working. Uh, and it allows us to really analyze the yeah, market. Yeah, pretty cool. So just a quick shot. The out. ability
1: to listen socially is, it's exciting because you can tell what people are saying all over the place. And you know what people are saying if you're local in your city and what people are saying if you're not local globally. but. You're able to listen at a higher level to to everything, everywhere. I'm listening to you right now. You're listening to the voice of an angel. I think I'm going to make my next podcast called that.
0: (laughs) The voice Voice of of an angel. angel. It'd be huge in the uh, church community. I I think I could be a preacher.
1: I think you could I would just preach whatever's on my mind and people tend to listen. So it'd be great. We'll call it the church of stone. (laughs) (laughs)
0: There you go. Now go back to yeah, my Alta boy, roots. It's going to be great. Uh-huh. I like this.
1: <laughs> so our questions today, we'll, we'll get started with them. We've got number one was, when I produce content, is it more important to produce a quality piece? Do I want to spend like days and weeks or whatever editing and creating a perfect video and then actually putting that out there and hoping that it's the the key to my success, or do I want to focus on producing a quantity based content program? So do I want to produce like a piece every day or a couple of pieces a week or just have something out there consistently? And what, what what I think is the most important thing to realize here is one video isn't going to change the landscape of what you're doing. We're not a giant corporation where we can invest 50000 100000 t- 50, 100, $200,000 into a video and then put that same amount into advertising on that video. So we're not going to have the longevity. A bigger company would. So we need to make sure we maximize our resources. And for a smaller company or a small business, I think the best pathway is to produce quality videos that are about 80% quality and get them out there consistently. So we want one, we want two, three, four, five a day or a week coming out. So that way we at least
0: have that brand awareness and people are always seeing something new from us. So when you say quality video, so I'm just going to like put it out there and anyone that spends too much time editing videos, uh, don't spend so much time editing videos You're never going to be anywhere near as good as if it's professionally done. So if you want a professional video, make sure it's well scripted out. You have a marketing plan built around it and you go hire a company and actually have them produce the video. Super important. Other than that, all the software is if you just use iMovie, it's set up so that normal people like us can produce an 80 percent good produced video uh, pretty, pretty easily. You can just take content, dump it in throw your bumper on throw some sort of blur transition in there throw a title on the front end of it pretty quickly produce that thing done right so it, the better you get at it the faster it can happen i mean we can dump video in and and bumpers and all that and it takes a couple yeah. minutes you know if, if you're trying to mess with volumes and change stuff and all that it's overproduced it's not really what the client's looking for yeah anymore. what i do on especially
1: iMovie because for the first, for a long time, we made everything exclusively on iMovie because you don't have to use like Final Cut, which is the higher level edition. All you have to do is set up an iMovie, set up a template, put put your bumper in there, and then just replace whatever videos in there with a the new one. So it's always there. If you have outro music, you put that on there, and then I just have that thing and I copy it to the next video, and then so I always have a template to use to make my videos and to make them look nice. And then in iMovie, it's really easy. There's a magic wand button you push that enhances the video, and then you just reduce the background noise. And all of a sudden, now you have a video that sounds great, and there's no background noise. So it's not that hard if you create templates inside of iMovie, which are incredibly easy to create. Just take your bumper and your music, put it at the end, and then replace the video every time. And then just enhance it with the magic wand and the background noise.
0: Yeah. Super important. Um, it, you know, and professional videos are good. Uh, I just say, you know, make sure one, you have a really good brand and a brand story and something to actually push out. You know, you don't want to, I wouldn't go produce big videos. If you're, uh, like, you know, we have a lot of gyms that we work with. If you're in a commodity market with the same name as everybody else, uh, what you produce for content and the personality behind it is way more important than having a professionally produced video uh, with that name on it. You know, it's, don't even waste your time and your money. Spend more time on actually producing great content, uh, getting your personality out there, your thoughts, your views. Uh, it, you pay much better dividends for. Yeah, the because term.
1: the ultimate way to connect with people is to tell a story because when you tell a story, people like to hear it, they're interested in it, they're excited about it. So what we want to do is we want to tell that continuous story like you're saying, we want everything to build on the last piece and everything to build into where you want to be and everything to build to your ultimate goal. And if you watch the way like we produce content at Stony Show everybody has a piece they produce and it's like a mini series, everybody has their episode and the episodes just build upon each other and then at the end of the year we'll compile it into seasons and we'll have like season one from this year season two from this year or spring fall season so then everybody can watch the full season at once and it's really neat to take that entire piece and that entire story and put it together at the end of the year and you can see how it evolved what what it looked like how it moved forward and it's just it's really cool to see a mini series come together and to see that storytelling actually come to life
0: yeah and i think There is such paralysis with with producing content for people. And and I know people we work with, we go through our whole process and and we help them, you know, lay a lot of this out and come up with the ideas and the story. And then uh, the the hardest thing to do is, you know, I was actually just on the phone with somebody and and they were saying that, you know, I I have no leads uh, and I know I'm supposed to produce content and do all this stuff. I just don't have time. And when you're looking at it, you're going, okay, so what don't you have time for? And it comes down to, well, by the time I cut video and then I got to produce this thing and then it's been hours and then I'm tired. So I go to bed and then I wake up tomorrow and I forget that I was even working on a video. So now I've just gone days and it just doesn't get done. And the key is, is you got to produce content and get it out. Right. So these days you can just hit a button. You can go live. You don't have to overproduce content. Just make sure that the more important thing is, is what is your actual long-term strategy. What is the story? How are you breaking this thing up? Get it scheduled out. Now you know what you're supposed to talk about. Then just execute. Then it, then it's just law number one, right? Execute. Go live. Talk about it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Make sure you're consistent with content. Uh, and then if you produce something that's just outstanding and out of this world and you can't believe how good it went, download it. And then you can put it on, in different channels and do all the extra work, you know, and in, in folk, you know, maybe that's how you start. Uh, and don't try to bite off more than you can chew or overproduce content or anything like that. Just be simple with it, produce it, have fun with it. Yeah, exactly.
1: I, like this week in Chicago, I knew I wasn't going to be able to do as much with my chance logic personal brand because we're traveling and we're doing stuff 24 seven. So I already made the conscious decision and the plan to go live every evening when we were done with whatever we were doing and I talked about whatever my thought process was the day of the day was and Uh, it goes over really well. People like it, lives prioritized, And then next week I'll go back and I'll transcribe everything. And then everybody has captions on it now. So it's, if you don't have the ability to overproduce this stuff, just don't, don't overproduce it, just produce it. All you have to do is just do it, just do something and make it happen. And people are going to appreciate that. And the reason people like live is because people want to see what's going on in real time. That's why reality TV is so popular. That's why all these like Micro celebrities have been built out by all these programs like Real World Road road Worlds, what is it, Jersey Shore, all those things. People just want to see what people are doing yeah. candidly. Jim Cabs oh, is here. Oh, yeah, Jim Tan Laundry. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what makes live so popular because it's candid. It's not overproduced. There's nothing added to it. It's just you talking off the top of your head and not so scripted. And if so, if you can't over, if you can't make the video, put the bumper on it, make, uh, download it, then upload it to nine different things. Just prioritize what you can do. Just go live, put it on Facebook. And then like you were saying, pull it off, put it on YouTube, pull a chunk off, put it on Instagram. And now you can use Yeah, If you you don't, then just don't do it. Just focus on Facebook as your main goal or whatever your main platform is. Like you can go live on Instagram and it saves it now. So you can do live there. You can go live on YouTube, Periscope, whatever it is that we've decided that the attention is focused on, just focus on that platform exclusively. And if you look at the strategy for Out of the Cave Media, everything funnels into our podcast. Like this show goes live every day all over the place and every platform available. And then we funnel it into our podcast and we drive everybody to the podcast because we know people are more likely to listen than watch what we're doing, even though our faces are beautiful.
0: Yeah, I mean we we um what's the try I know we we have we're doubled down on it. So we get the we get the good looks and our voices are angelic. But what is um what would be our trifecta? Ooh. Um, maybe knowledge. Maybe we actually talk about stuff yeah you know could. what it is?
1: What- Good looks. I forgot what you said in the second one. Something about knowledge. I don't oh, know. Great. Oh, voice, voice of, of angels. And the charm. We are just, we're like Prince charm. Prince Charming. Oh, Prince yeah. Charming is in the house, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's creepy <laughs> or charming.
0: It's not creepy to me, but it'll probably turn off 99.9% Perfect. of everybody else. At least else. I get that 1%. <laughs> You got me. You had me. Ball, <laughs> so that was good. So I think, yeah, it's real good. I, I mean, you know, the call to action for this everybody is, is what is your game plan? Yeah. Figure that out. What is your story you want to tell? Figure it out, put together a calendar, stick to it. And uh, just, just start by going live. I find myself, I know I have to do the content, maybe I'm like, well, what am I going to talk about today? I know I want to do this. And I'm, you know, thinking, thinking, thinking. I go, you know, whatever. Go. Three, two, one. Hey, I'm live. You know, and then it just goes from there. And uh, I, I think the key is, is we see a lot of content out there and you try, people try to mimic it. So it's like, oh, this is working for this guy. I'm going to try that. But content should be built around you, your personality, your team, your team's personality. And if you... If you set it up correct and you come up with a game plan for your content strategy correctly, uh, there's not as much preparation needed to talk about what you're passionate about and what you're an expert at. And You know, you can just go live and just talk. I think that's what makes us so successful with things is uh, if you ask me something I don't know about, I'll say, I'm out of my realm. I'm not really sure. And I'll probably then tell jokes and go off into something I'm comfortable with. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. I find that
1: if you want to be able to do things candidly and just say things off the top of your head and just spout off like we do all the time and it's pretty pretty much what i do i just open the thing up and start talking i black out and wake up and it was it, it was great and the way you do that is you stay within your yeah i think it's great and that's true that's all that, all that matters. matters and then that's how you stay <laughs> and the way you make that work is you stay within your knowledge base and you stay within what you know it's I'm not gonna try to delve into something I don't understand or I'm not good at, cause I won't be able to talk about it. I'm gonna talk about exclusively what I know and what I know well. And if someone asks me a question that's outside my realm, it's gonna be, I, I don't really, I haven't do- dove into that very heavily, But I might in the future, but I don't want to put myself into a spot to where I start tripping over words and I'm trying to figure out what to say because I don't necessarily understand the context behind what's going on. And that's the key. Number one, just actually do something, go live, make it happen, start talking. And number two, stay within your realm. Don't try to dive outside of what you know, because that's when it turns into a disaster.
0: Yeah. And I'd say, you know, here's a good strategy. So say you're going to get into something you don't know. I'm going to give you a strategy for this. So the cool thing about, I think, knowledge at this point in the Internet uh, and careers and all this is, you know, if you want to be something in this world, you can be anything you want to be uh, for the most part. I know people would argue with that. One. But if I want to, you know, become an expert in a certain topic and I'm really passionate about it, but maybe I'm just getting started with it. Uh, you can go live every day, but only go live talking about what you've learned for the day. What, you know, it could be, you know, what's what have I been working on in my quest to become an expert at this thing? Uh, and then, you know, it won't take very long. It could take six months, a year, two years. Uh, you, you've established yourself as the expert as you're learning. So there, there's a way to tell your story and it could even be the story of you learning. Right, learning the expertise, really diving. Yeah, into and people
1: it. really like it when you document your journey and document what you figured out along the way. Uh, it's why we have like minute with the interns at Stone Age Field documents the whole journey and the evolution of the people. And if you just went live and your segment was today, I learned, and you just talk about what you learned and just express your thoughts, people are going to appreciate yeah. that and they're going to see you evolve as not only a person, but they're going to see you evolve as a business owner and evolve as your personal brand evolves and whatever your thoughts and feelings are. And uh, people are going to really like that and they'll follow it over time. And then they'll see where you change and ask you questions based off that. And we have a lot of people who follow our barbell club exclusively to see the kids grow up and they watch the kids grow up for years in the gym. And every time we put uh, videos up of the kids, they'll comment (laughs) like, man, he's grown so much. Look at him now. It's incredible.
0: Can we, uh, (laughs) without listening tools, can we identify, you know, certain people we don't want doing that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you want people your kids growing up <laughs> yeah, <weirdos.
1: laughs> yeah it's it's huge and and that's what you want. you got to document your journey if you can't create consistent original content, just document what your journey looks like, what you're learning, and where you're going, and that's your reality t v show
0: yeah and and that's what people want, and you know i I remember uh in the, from the gym business years ago, it was always an interesting concept when someone would work really hard to be a trainer in the business, really hard. And you'd see, you know, if they came from the community in the gym, you'd see this thing where like their existing peers would, not all of them, but it it always happened where it'd be like, oh, I heard that Chandler is going to start being a trainer here. And you're like, oh yeah, he's been working really hard. He's hitting certifications, he's been doing a lot of interning, working with experts, he's finishing up college now for it. And then the response is, I'll never listen to him because I've been doing it longer. Yeah, and you go going, yeah, but he's been on this journey. He's mm-hmm. been learning. He's, an, he's he's really special and, and great at his craft. Uh, but they don't see that. No one sees the hard work people put in. So I think it'd be really cool if it's something you're passionate about, document that journey, because uh, then it actually allows the world to see the effort you're putting in, in the, the journey. And it's not always easy, and uh, but they'll see your progression and uh, then they'll see you as an expert kind of at the end, or at least ahead of them in the journey. Uh, if, as long as you're ahead, of, if you're one day ahead of, uh, ahead of someone in the journey, you have something to offer.
1: Yeah, exactly. So there's nothing Yay. worse than hearing either we've always done it this way, or I've been doing it longer. Both of those to me, when they say that, I say, okay, that's cute. But wh- why does that matter? where's the context behind what you just said? And how do we make that like something I should care about? Because I'm looking at you as a person and this person objectively, and I'm going to see who can critically think better, who can do things on the move better, who understands what's going on right now versus what was going on yesterday. And then we make decisions based off that. And if someone's followed your journey the whole way and seen your evolution, they're going to be much more likely to say, well, I've seen him. I've seen him evolve. I've seen him move forward. And I've seen him grow as not only a trainer or a coach but i've seen him grow as a person in his videos and i really like
0: that evolution and i'm really comfortable with that person.
1: And that's how you create connections on an emotional
0: level. I think so. I think that was a good um good ending to this one uh to give people some great ideas on how to reinvent themselves maybe yeah, a way to that's do it. it.
1: Just document what you do. If you don't know what to create, just document what you're learning document your journey your passion your life whatever it is that you can talk about on a daily basis just go live and document it make it happen it could even be a little segment walking around the gym just as long as you're documenting it and you show the evolution of what's happening you win that's we right we got one more question though it was how do oh, i do sch- how do you schedule live broadcasts uh, so this question comes up quite a bit and the, you can't actually schedule from facebook itself right now i they're transitioning really, really slowly on making people able to do that on their pages. But sometimes their transitions are six, seven months. So right now you have to use a broadcaster solution. So you can use either, there's OBS, Open Broadcaster Solution, which is pretty clunky and I don't really like, but it's free. Uh, There's Zoom. You can use Zoom meeting software and it'll go live and schedule for you on the meetings. We use a, a company called Crowdcast that allows us to go live on Facebook and schedule it. It allows us to go live on YouTube and Periscope and all that. And so if you, if you have to find a software solution to do it and an encoder software that allows you to actually pull it and make it happen, uh, once you do it, it is pretty cool because people can click join and they sit in like a little waiting room and they can preview it. So if you do have the capabilities and these things aren't that hard to figure out, you can buy Crowdcast and all you have to do is copy and paste codes over and, and you're, you're set up for success on a multi-stream. And they all cost less than a hundred dollars.
0: And if you have, um, we highly recommend Crowdcast. I know we started putting out a lot of content, a lot of bandwidth hitting, and uh, they ran into some problems. So if you go back and listen to some of our early stuff, uh, it it all of a sudden turned into like Mr. Roboto on us. And we were trying to figure it all out and and work on our computers. Uh, But really what, uh, this is a big shout out to Crowdcast. Uh, they fixed it. So on their end, I think they just couldn't handle all the stuff we were pushing. Uh, but they fixed it on their end, and, and it's a great platform. Um, but here's something else, though, because don't get – this goes back to the first thing we talked about. Uh, don't get yourself caught up with trying to do you know something fancy with Crowdcast if you haven't gotten consistency in your content. right? Make sure you get a handle on that first before you get yourself bogged down with uh, trying to learn how to set it up and push it. You know, it's more important to get the content out than it is to figure this out. And then once you have the content flowing, uh, then you can kind of take the next step into broadcast. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Be,
1: make it steps, baby steps. So actually do stuff. The hardest thing for people to do is execute. The second hardest thing for people to do is be consistent. And then the probably the third hardest thing for people to do is just get over their fears of not being able to do it. Once you can clear those three things and you're actually consistent in executing then you can start taking it to the next level and scheduling your broadcasts and simulcasting yeah. and doing all the other crazy stuff that you'll
0: see us doing all over the place yep and it's cool because it allows people to uh, know it's coming right so they'll subscribe and they know it's coming at that point and um, it gets your content out a lot a lot easier it's true it's exciting all right
1: well this has been a fun episode yeah. 24 minutes in we're just over the average commute time for The standard American.
0: Thank God we're uh, not standard. We
1: are above standard. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, if you have questions, post them in the comments. If you have questions and you're listening to this, shoot us an email hello at OOTCmedia.com or join the the conversation in our Facebook group. All of these things are linked in the iTunes notes and they're linked in the Facebook page. Good stuff, Chan.
0: Everybody for uh thanks for tuning in again and we'll see you on Monday. See ya.